0: Hey there, friend. Welcome to Online Courses Made Easy. I'm your host, Robin Kent, and I am thrilled you are here with me. Do you find yourself with a head full of course ideas and content only to feel overwhelmed when it's time to transform that knowledge into a profitable online course, navigate the course technology, and craft a clear launch strategy? no worries, because this podcast is designed just for you. I'll guide you in mastering the art of organizing and delivering your course content for student success, creating launch strategies, that draw in your dream students, and setting up systems that make learning a breeze. So go grab your favorite cup of coffee and let's dive in and simplify the world of online courses. Hey friend, okay, so today I want to talk to you about when do you decide, how do you decide when it's time to launch the course. So you've got the course, you know, decided of what you're going to do. And then you're like, okay, so when should I do this? Can sometimes I have found some course creators that they're like, oh yeah, let me get this, you know, done and I'm going to get it done in a couple of weeks. Or, you know, and of course it totally depends on the size of your course. If you are doing a smaller starter course, or if you're doing, a bigger signature course that is a big you know piece too to the puzzle to deciding that but there's other factors i want you to think about when, so you can decide when it is time to launch your course. We were talking about this over in my Facebook group, Online Courses Made Easy. Make sure to come on over there and talk with us about this topic and any of the other topics here on the podcast and ask questions because I'm there to help and guide you as much as I can. But oh my goodness, the wealth of knowledge of all the course creators in there with a variety of experience and just perspectives is is incredible. So make sure to come on over there and join us so that you can join the discussion too. But I was asking the course creators in my group, along with in some other groups, and I was asking, I was like, are you going to be launching your course in 2024 in quarter one, quarter two, quarter three or quarter four. And it was just so interesting to see such the variety of responses. Some of them were very competent and they had their date down and, or at least their month down, but some of them was like, well, I think maybe this, or I think maybe this date. They weren't really sure. So I wanted to come and let you guys know what you need to think about and how to decide what date is right, okay? and what you want to make sure that you have in place, all right? Of course, especially when you're launching your course for the first time, it is such a trial and error in so many ways. In fact, one of the course creators who had responded to my uh, question, they said, well, I think I'm going to do it on this date, but I'm just kind of trying to think about is if that's smart based on finances for people. And I got to thinking, you know what that's a very important factor, but sometimes that right there uh will change based on who your ideal client is because the the one thing I've worked with many uh health coaches, and you know sometimes it's about when is it a good time to do it price wise, or you know that people have the funds to do it. But also when you think about certain categories or certain courses, it's like, which ones kind of fit with the timeline of how people function or how people think. And so with like, as a health coach, January is a huge time, January, February. And then again, sometimes it is in June, like for the summer, but then September is another hot time to launch something that's health-related. So you have to think about your ideal client and thinking about what kind of course you are providing, which this takes me into the four things I want you to think about, the four steps I want you to go through before you decide when are you going to launch your course. Okay, number one is... Of course, you have to define your audience. You have to validate the demand, okay? So you have this wonderful course idea in your head. Okay. And you just have to narrow down exactly who is this going to be for? So I was thinking for an example. In fact, uh, one course creator that I've worked with, she is looking at building a course for phonetics, of teaching phonetics. And so typically, coming from especially the education background, you think of kindergartners. Okay. But you have to think when you're writing your course, when you're creating your course, are you making this course for the students to like take it and run with it and go? Or are you going to create a course on phonetics for the parents to teach the kids how to do it? So that's how detailed you have to think about the perspective and the way that you present the information. About defining your audience and which one is going to have the most value there. So, defining your audience and validating the demand of it should, of course, come first, you know, and before you decide when are you going to launch it. The next is create a solid course outline and content. I don't mean, that you have to create all the videos or all the trainings or all of that, but mapping it out. I love using posting notes on walls or even on your desk or something that you get, or maybe even there's so many tools online too now that you can map out stuff and move stuff around on like a, I think even in Canva you can do it and there's other programs that you can move things around, almost like posting notes on the wall. It's really, really fun. But um, it just helps you do the brain dump and then get your course outline all together and content down that you know what you're teaching in this particular course before you even decide when are you going to launch it? <laughs> because that's going to tell you one, how detailed are you going to be? It's going to help you create your sales page to be able to actually launch your course, which then is going to give you insight to okay, how long is this sales page going to be? Then it's going to give you a time frame of what other pieces you need to get in place, because as you are mapping out your course outline and your content, you're going to also map out how you're going to deliver it. And I've talked about this in other episodes, but delivering to your clients, to your students, you could be delivering where it's more like a self-guided course Or is it going to be delivered where it's going to be in a group situation? So there's different things that you would have to have time to set up based on how you're going to deliver it. Okay? So number one, you have to know your audience and you have to validate that demand, just making sure what you're going to need all those kind of different pieces, when then, number two, you create that solid course outline and content. So again, doesn't mean you have to have it all recorded, but you have to understand and know what you're doing, where you're going, and and how long it's going to take you to get there. Okay, then number three, build an engaged community. Okay, This could be on social media. This could be in your email list. It could be in a free Facebook group. It could be, you know, maybe if it's a local area that you already know people who are ready to buy your course because of some other type of community, but you have to have, or maybe it's a podcast. You could even have your own podcast and you know you have listeners that are tuning in and listening to your content and it would just be a perfect match to then have uh, a course that goes along with that but you have to have an engaged community i've heard some course creators out there think that they need to have a big email list before they launch and big as in like five thousand or even a thousand uh my experience of what i have seen is it's more about how engaged your community is whether that's your email list or wherever it is it depends on how engaged they are not the number of subscribers on your list because you could have this big you know email list of 5000 10000 but if like your open rate and your engagement on that email is like 5 and 10% then that doesn't mean you have an email subscribe list that big <laughs> it's it's it has so much to do with those kind of different components so a really g- the average open rate of an engaged community on the email list is at least 20% open rate I would encourage you to shoot for 30 and 40 at least. You know, that just means you have more people who are coming to your, who are eager to open your emails, who are going to read through it, who are going to take time to get to know you because that's what you're wanting to do in that email list. It's like if your main community is your social media, then you want people to engage on your, you know, post that you make on social media or engage on your content in your facebook group or maybe have additional downloads or your in your downloads increase on your podcast or maybe youtube whatever you need to have some type of way to measure if you have an engaged community wherever you have your people and number 4 before you really launch launch it's kind of this kind of sounds funny because But it is to test with a beta launch, to test with a beta launch. So number four is a launch, but just see it as a test launch. Just know that everything does not have to be perfect, that everything is not going to be set in stone from your very first launch. And that's one of the things of what I've seen course creators do time after time is that you create your content just a few steps ahead of actually launching your course. And what I mean by that is, you know, and again it goes with your personality and what you're comfortable with and what fits you, but that you market your you map out your content, you map out your course, your information that's going to be in there and then you know how you're going to deliver it, you're going to have all those things and those decisions made. But you don't record every single thing before you actually launch it, like when you actually start selling it. Because one, you want to make sure, again, reconfirm that this is something people are going to buy, you know? And as you are marketing it and as you are promoting your course, then you're going to see, is my language, is my course content really something somebody's going to push the button on and purchase. Because just because you had a hundred people tell you, yes, I want a course about XYZ. It's not until they push the button to purchase that you really have true people who are ready to jump on your course. So there's so many testing pieces to it. You're testing the messaging. You're testing the price point. You're testing the delivery style. You're testing so many different things. So before you really have your official big first launch, you want to have like a founder's launch or a beta launch. You can still call it your launch, but just keep that in mind and know that not everything has to be so perfect and in place. And so many times that, you know, with a beta launch or with a founder's launch, then people will jump into those because they know that you're doing things new or you're doing something different. But also a lot of times they want to jump in and they want to be on the ground floor with you doing this type of content. So there's some really positives to doing that. And then, but you just have to remind yourself to give yourself some freedom and some time to actually wiggle room because I'll just end with this point. I have worked with... particular course creator who has been creating courses for six, seven years, but they're working on a brand new course. So it's their signature course, and they're really having to test out their messaging and how they are getting their message across. They know their course content, they know the information, they know their transformation that they want to bring the people, or they can bring the people, but they're having to test so many different pieces that that they are making sure to go through that, even though they're an experienced course creator in general. So, okay, I hope you found this helpful. And I mean, it's just, you know, this will help you map out and be able to figure out when is that course date? When am I going to shoot to actually launch my course? What quarter am I going to do that in, in 2024? So again, if you need any help to brainstorm, ask questions, come on over in our community, Online Courses Made Easy. We would love to have you over there. You'll just need to answer a couple of questions coming in because we want to get to know you and then we'll get you in there and you can you know, ask questions. You can see what other people are talking about and what we're talking about and just join other like-minded course creators to get you moving and going in the right direction. So, all right. Well, you have a wonderful week and I will be talking to you soon. Hey friend, thanks so much for listening to the Online Courses Made Easy podcast today. I sure hope it helped get your wheels turning and believing that you too can create a profitable online course. If you ever have any questions or want to dig deeper into navigating your course creation journey, then make sure to come join me and other course creators over in the community on Facebook where we are all on the same journey of building that online course to grow our business and have more time freedom with our families. Go to robinkent.com forward slash community so that you can build, launch, and deliver the online course you can't stop thinking about. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Have a great week.